Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. And today's episode is episode 254. We're going to be talking about being a good ambassador, not only for miniature gaming, but also for having fun with friends everywhere you go on everything. Gaming in general. But gaming in general um, is what we're going to go with it. But before we do that, let's go ahead and get to the business. We want to thank Parabellum War Games for making an awesome Conquest miniatures and an awesome game. And if you like their content, you like their models, make sure you use our discount code and get 10% off your order. We want to thank Turbo Dork, and I am going to give them mad props today. Um, so I have their silicone palette, and of course I've been using it to paint up my Infinity model um, and getting used to it, um, which has been really good. And so today I decided, hey, everything's dried on the palette, let's clean it. So I bent the palette, pulled out all the paint on it, took it to the sink, run it over with hot water, and it is completely sparkling clean now. Uh, nothing on it, so it's like a whole new palette, brand new. So, uh, kudos for them. If you haven't bought one of their um, uh, silicone palettes, I highly, highly recommend it. You won't need to buy. They only have the small ones in right now. Yeah, they sold out of the large ones really quickly. Which unfortunately means I'm going to have to wait because I want yeah. the big one. Yeah. Because um, you keep mentioning, it, I'm like, I keep forgetting to get one myself. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do. I'll probably try their brushes too. See what they're like. Yeah, uh, we want to thank Midnight Heroes, uh, mm-hmm. also maker of Chibi and Chibi Miniature Games. Uh, their Kickstarter kicked off and did really well. Um, waiting for our rewards and uh, all their Dual Fates is the miniature game that they uh, did uh, bring out. Um, yeah, I I'll do... picture these guys when I when I start hobby streaking again. I need to to wash them, but they're all here. Look yeah. good quality. Good, yep. please. Um, want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting our podcast and getting out to everybody. Uh, don't forget, they make a lot of good tokens and token sets, and they actually have some terrain and other things that you could use for all your games. They also are the ones distributing out um, the United States uh, Judgment and Creature Caster models. So um, they'll be the ones working with that. So um, kudos to them. Also, you've got a discount code to them if you need or want anything from Muse on Minis. Um, so just have to wait and see. Um, did I get everybody? I think so. I think I got everybody. We want to thank all of our listeners, of course. Everyone for now. Everybody for now. We want to thank all of our listeners. They're so awesome. And we, uh, you know, us celebrities really, really look forward to, uh, (laughs) I can't say that without laughing. (laughs) Um, really appreciate y'all and, uh, repeat, appreciate y'all listening. Um, AKA, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, check out the pre-ramble, uh, which you can find on our Patreon, by the way, guys, uh, we do have a Patreon where you can get some, uh, free stuff and you get some free things that go on in there. Um, and listen to our stuff even easier than anything else. It's also a great way to support us. Um, if you don't do it through Twitch, um, if you do it through, um, Patreon, um, I think our lowest tier is five bucks a month, um, type thing. So we get more money out of that that we than we do for our Twitch streams. Um, and it helps, of course, just pay for our channel. Um, yeah. We don't use it helps much for anything. Get new, get get new gear when we need new gear. Stuff breaks and all. Yeah, keeps it from becoming a drain on our personal finances. Correct. Um, other than that, Sean, do we have any shout outs this week? Uh, you mentioned one actor who I'd uh, already forgotten the name of. Uh, one of those guys you'd recognize, but not in a ton of movies. Michael Lerner. <laughs> Thank you. Michael Lerner. L-E-R-N-E-R, in case you want to spell that. He's been in a bunch of stuff. You would totally go, 
I know, recognize that guy. Yeah, you recognize his face as soon as you saw it. I uh, had some bit roles and small roles and everything mm-hmm. else, but it was a very interesting but, guy. He was 81 when he passed away. Definitely mm-hmm. one of those guys. So like, I recognize that guy. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and then we had one other one um, that we had to do, which was the, what's his face? Um, what's the guy? The guy, uh, Klaus Tub- Tuber? Oh, shit, yeah. From uh, the... Uh... Settlers of Catan? Yes, the design, the guy who made Settlers of Catan. Like it or hate it, it was fucking groundbreaking and opened up board games so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was an older gentleman, uh, yeah. but uh, Settlers was a, it was and still is a very good game and a very good board game, and a lot of people play it and a lot of people love it. So Yeah, Klaus uh, Tuber, T-E-U-B-E-R. Um, yeah, Settlers like absolutely got board games like more exposure somehow. Settlers was just that right combination of classic board game and easy people to pick up. So very much so. Um, I think that was it. Yeah, not a lot. I know this is a holiday weekend, so we appreciate you being here. Uh, if you celebrate it, you know. So on and so forth. Uh, but we appreciate anybody and everybody that shows up to our channel. Uh, John, let's get to the big, big business. What are you drinking tonight? Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie. Yep. I was going to make <laughs> something and then realized, fuck it, I don't want to. So I have that in a nice uh, rocks glass with gotcha. some ice even, because why not? Over ice. Going all fancy. All fancy. And I'm yes. sure you, did you measure it or did you just pour it? Sometimes it's just straight. It's straight. So it, I measured that it fits in the fucking cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, I pulled a Captain Amazing and I measured with my heart. You measured with your heart. I, I'm doing the good old water um, type thing going on. So I uh, still got some uh, stomach issues I have to be careful of, um, digestive issues I have to be careful. So I am drinking water for the time being. Fair so, enough. Got to get that good H2O. I also have some water. So, Guys, uh, if you got anything you want to drink or anything you are drinking, make sure you check in the channel and give us a shout out because we like to know what people are having. Yep. I was having computer issues. <laughs> I said get busy. I was measuring with my heart, even though it's a rocks glass and it's straight. So. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate you. Um, we appreciate you listening. appreciate you watching uh, and directing us to other people. We appreciate it more than anything. Um, make sure you take care of yourself. Look after others. If you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. Cheers. Cheers. I'm drinking through a straw. I'm sophisticated. That's not what that means. I dare say it's almost the opposite of what that means. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, uh, anytime I drink from a straw, it always brings me back to this memory. I was working back when I was a teacher. I was working bus duty and drop off duty in the morning, where the people would drop off their kids and such. And I had you know a coffee cup and a straw in it because it was a you know one of those you know Yeti cups with a Yeti straw. And this lady goes. Are you drinking coffee through a straw? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, man, that's very unmanly. And I went, well, I'm unmanly then.
And I took a big old drink from the straw because I was like, I do not care. And it always reminds uh, also, me of that. Also, spoiler, not unmanly. That's, that's the stupidest thing I've heard. That's not even the stupidest thing I've heard today. Let's be honest. I was on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I still think you should ask if it was in HD. <laughs> I, I told you, that, that bitch has long been blocked on my Twitter feed. Someone <laughs> quote tweeted it. Still. <laughs> you should have. You should have said, I want to see the HD pictures. <laughs> So, so you guys have the context. Uh, I think it's Bobert t- tweeted, Jesus is not black. I've seen pictures. And I <laughs> I don't have the words. I don't have the words. I don't, I don't. And I told John he should tweet back or, you know, whatever going, were they in 4K? You know. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. People are so. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, that did. I know that was just hilarious. I mean, remember my Twitter mantra, everyone block that fucker and move on. (laughs) So before we get started, um, so I'm going to, we're going to talk about something that is actually very important and very near to dear to my heart. And it's actually becoming something that is pretty prevalent that we need to start doing. Um, meeting new metas, talking with new, you know, TOs, working with new people, so on and so forth. Um, pretty much everybody's starting to follow the same type of mantra on things and I, I agree with them um this week i actually channeled my inner john and went off on somebody because john gave me as much as as, as much as john talks about ranting and stuff john does inspire me to make sure that i stand up correctly and i tell people just to fuck off type thing pretty much what it is yeah um, ranting useful <laughs> um Went, went to a local game store and, uh, oh, thanks for the posture check. Um, and there's some people playing 40K, uh, aka her- Horse Heresy more than anything. No big problem. I mean, people can play whatever they want. I mean, I'm always like, the more people we have playing in the store, the more people we have playing we games. stand up? Shit, sure. Yeah. Oh, there you stand go. up. Here. I'll stand up and show. A show. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Stretch my back. Um, and, um, we, uh, I was watching them play the game, and y'all know me. I, I'm not much into 40K. I just don't get it. I don't like the system. Um, it's not something I like to do. I don't like rolling 800 dice and only doing one model death. But that's me. Am I going to go over there and blast somebody playing the game? No. Because that's just being a bad ambassador for everything. Um, but if somebody's interested in it, yeah, I can tell them. Oh. <laughs> Very well, Legion. Well played, sir. Well played. Um, but um I'm not gonna blast anybody for playing a game. If they like it, if they like it, it's it's John's thing. Don't yuck on my yum. Okay. Let yeah. people have their fun. And they were having their fun, and then there's an individual that comes up and starts just going off on forty K. Now here's the thing I always say. If you ask my opinion, of why I don't play a game or why I won't buy a model or whatever. I will tell you, but it will be sincere and it won't be mean or hateful. It'll be exactly the reason why. But if someone's, if someone's sitting there playing something, I'm not going to walk over to them and just start ranting on their game. No, 
There is no reason to do that. And this person did. Came over and was like, I can't believe y'all are playing 40K. The game sucks. It's too fucking... And just went off on all the things negative that they had about 40K. And was just going off. And I, you know, usually I stay out of it. Because you know me. I'm a bridge builder. I'm happy. You know, let the guy. He needs Maybe he needs to rant or whatever. But you can tell that it was getting on the people's nerve. And I said something finally. I was like, hey, I think you need to shut up. Because these people enjoy their game. They didn't ask you your opinion. They didn't ask you for what you thought or why you thought. They're enjoying their game. If someone asks you, fine. But you can do it better than that. Be respectful. Be a good ambassador for other nerds in here. Because you can tell it was affecting the people in the store. You can tell that the aura of hate was going around because other people are listening to it. And you can tell that it was just not doing good. And I was like, and I, I finally said something. I didn't cuss, didn't go off, but I was just oh, like, you just need to shut up. The art of the no profanity rant in a public space is important. Yes. Because then no one's got any excuse to shut you down. You know, I've had employees at Games Workshop, you know, someone was asking me why I wouldn't play them in a game, and I went on a rant. And the guy's like, you know, it's my buddy, and I wanted to shut you down, but you did that without a single profanity, and you didn't really raise your voice too much. So, uh, you know, respect. Yeah, and that's what you should do. Like I says, these people are playing the game now. It, like I says, if somebody comes to me and asks me, "Hey, why don't you play X Y Z?" I'll tell them why I don't play it, but I'm going to be respectful about it, and you know, you know, my, I go, "This is my personal opinion of why yeah. I won't play this game." Um, most of it comes down to money nowadays, but. Um, that's, that's just what you should do. And it really getting on my nerves because I see some people and it came really prevalent this week and it was in the nerd spectrum because of all the star Wars news that came out also everything. Like there is yeah. so much, like I am on Twitter more than I need to be probably. And there's a lot of people just being <laughs> negative for no reason. People going off on shit and it's every, it's every hobby. Yes. All of them. GW people are getting as crazy as they normally are. You've got, you know, D&D, old school D&D playable because D&D made this thing where they're not going to call things half races anymore because they feel like that's a racist sort of term. They're not getting rid of them. And if you read any of the articles people linked for more than two seconds, you'll realize that they're actually expanding the the uh, races like that for, you know, for... Uh, with different parentage. Yeah. But they're getting rid of the half term because they don't like it. You know, it's, it's been around for a long time. It's a legacy term. But at some point now they're like, no, we don't need to call them that. We're going to call them something else. But people went off like, oh, D&D's getting rid of half races. This is why I play a game that's actually better. No, it's not. You're yeah. not reading. You're being an asshole. Stop. Yeah. But I mean, it I'm... came really, really bad this week. Uh, mm -hmm. Not only with this model, but... You know, all the things, you know, the new Star Wars, which we'll talk about in the, the media section, because I'm actually really excited about the new Star Wars stuff, because um, you know me in Star Wars. Um, but it, I, I've noticed on people's posts, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name drop right here, uh, Ross Thompson uh, was talking about the new Star Wars stuff, and people were just going off on those things uh, about the last three movies. And he, like, deleted their posts and got rid of it. And he went back on there and made another post on his, on his you know, it was still on his personal account. Like, hey, if you're going to shit on stuff, do it on someone else's post. Do it on someone else's page. I'm not here to shit on it. You know, so uh, on and so forth. You can give your opinion. And it really kind of hit home when he yeah. said that. Because, one, it's his own personal account. 
He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. If he doesn't like your shit, he can delete it. And if you yeah. don't like it, go somewhere else. Yeah, it's not a freedom of speech thing. No. I actually had that thing. I was on Twitter, and, and there was a young lady who really, really loves... Hey, Mouse. Hey, Mouse. Really, really loves, like, the prequels. Darth Maul and all. Awesome. Cool. And I'm like, there's a time I wanted to say something. I'm like, you know what? You know what I'm going to say? I am happy... Yes. That you're so excited for these. And I feel you make me want to rewatch them and try to see them through different eyes. Another guy was talking about a movie and he loves it. And I'm not a fan. You know, and I, I told them I deleted them. Like, and I said, I deleted my last tweet. You don't need that kind of negativity. I am happy you're enjoying it much. You might get me to rewatch it with new eyes because yeah. things have done that. It's the, we talked about this, you know, previously it's the negativity versus positivity. It's why I don't watch. Uh, everything wrong about a movie anymore that whole youtube channel uh-huh. because it, it has gone from being you know funny witty haha we're making fun of a movie but you know you know in good spirits to actual like nitpicky asinine bullshit instead i watch everything great about which is a totally different uh channel and it has gotten me to reevaluate movies now granted some movies there's no saving some things there's no saving but you get the excitement of someone else liking something. It's it's okay. I'm here yeah. to tell you guys, it's okay if you don't like something someone else that you like likes. It's okay. Oh, um, before we go anywhere, before we get too deep, I said I would show these models off. Yeah, yeah. Um, these are the new creature caster demons for um, uh, Judgment. This is Aria, and she's like a bard and can entrance people. Um, this is a shell, which, uh, Mizzy completely hates. Um, sorry. <laughs> we talked about it, uh, talked about that before the pre-ramble, uh, Badeon, but yeah. Yeah. Um, this is Kane, which also Mizzy really, really hated. I'm trying to keep, make sure he's in type thing. Um, this is Masuzi, that's what I call him. Um, really cool. I really like this model a lot. Can't wait to paint these guys up. Um, this was one of the new plastic, the PVC ones that came in the box set, uh, Cyan or Cyan or I don't know how to remember. but this is my tanky boy. Um, and I 3d printed a new bell, uh, because he can actually drop the bell, uh, and the bell does certain things in the game. So those were my new models, sorry to break off. But then I also, for the people that didn't see it on uh, Facebook and everything else, I did finish my... Infinity model. I know it's a little dark. I don't know why. I have comments. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you want comments though, because I know you planned on doing those just quickly and easily with contrast paints. Yeah, and I the black is a little too dark. It's actually a lighter black, but I do plan on going back and using our good old coal black and highlight some it, of the it, black up. If you have plans to do other stuff with the models, I will re- re- refrain uh, from opinions unless you want them. Yeah, this one it actually is really, really dark on screen. I don't know. Well, Let me see if I, can I really that, lighten that up. I really don't feel like Infinity models are the proper showcase of contrast paints. There's a lot of flat panels where the contrast paints don't work as well. well. I, so I, when I was working on it, you know, I did the contrast paint and then I dry brushed it with Fuchsia from Scale Seventy Five. Yeah, and, and, it's and, just. It's not enough contrast, though. I mean, as funny as that that joke is, the the red has a little bit of detail, but it doesn't. Maybe it's better in person. It is. It is. You can ask. I actually um, 
took it to someone in person and I says, here's the camera shots. Here's the model. And they were like, <laughs> Ooh, I, I'm just throwing okay. ideas in there. It just looks like it could use something to, to make it get more depth, at least from the camera's point of view. But the camera's point of view, it's very flat. Yeah. I, 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 I just the black, but you know, yeah, the black is very flat and the black, I mean, it looks like a really, really black, but I do plan on going to the, going back into the black and adding a little bit of that coal black which is really good for highlighting black, in my opinion. You can also do like a, a dry brush. If you want to do it quick, you can do a dry brush, then a uh, uh, a wash. Yeah. I think I'm going to try the coal black first and then go from there. Well, uh, that's what I usually do. I use coal black dry brush a little heavier than I wash it to, to, to blend it in a little more, so to speak. Um, that's a heck of a heavy infantry guy there. Yeah. I really like this dude. This is the model oh. that made me go, I want to play Pano because the oh, model's cool. Oh, glad you said that. I need to find, get that model and put it in the bag with this box theater stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Back to topic. Back to topic. Guys, there is a difference between ranting, being a dick, and being a good ambassador. And a huge difference is how you present it. And mm-hmm. how you present to others. And being a good ambassador is not just about being good about portraying the game that you are championing. It's about playing well with the others in there so you all have mutual respect for each other. Because that's going to do better than anything else. Because you guys have to use the same hobby space. You don't want it to be like, oh, it's those fuckers again. You want it to be like, oh, it's those guys here again. Cool. You know, we'll split tables. You know, I went out of my way at games and stuff when I was doing there a lot to set up tables when I was there running whatever event, you know, direct people like, okay, Hey, we're playing this. So we're taking these tables. You guys can have these tables. You know, you might have some boards elsewhere, you know, just setting things up for everyone. And that's all part of being the ambassador for the game. You know, you want to get along well with people. So if you go a little bit of, you know, directing people where to go and everything and making sure, Tables are getting used more optimally. It helps a lot. I know, you know, it's not necessarily our job. It's not. But it's part of being a good ambassador. You get along with the other other people. Because then when you go, hey, we're planning to run an event. When are you guys running your events? You're talking to their ambassador. There's no, I don't want to talk to that guy because he's an ass. It's all like, oh, cool. These guys are cool with us. Let's Let's work together so we can maximize hobby for everyone. Uh, Legion, I would agree with you. It looks like it could that could benefit from extreme highlighting. A lot of Infinity models would look very good in standard GW style painting. If you if, if people understand like what I mean, edge, with edge highlighting and stuff like that. Edge highlighting and all, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. There's a lot of people that uh, some people are starting to kick in and do Infinity models in um, what you call it, uh, comic book style. No, that that works too. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. And some people are trying it. Bold colors and all. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a couple painted, but I dare say my painting's gotten a lot better since I last painted an Infinity model. But yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot to being the ambassador, and it's not just, um, you know, you know, putting your own brand forward properly. You gotta, you gotta do more than that. You gotta work with other people. I mean, whether we like it or not, we are still considered some of the pariahs of society by certain people. We're, we're all in this together. Yeah. Even if they're not playing the same game, we're all in it. There's, there's more that brings us together than keeps us apart. Yeah. We don't want to is, become tribal like 
and, and no offense to anyone who likes sports, like jackasses with sports. Like, there are a lot of people with sports who, if you like the wrong team, you're immediately persona non grata. They don't care. They're not going to talk to you. Yeah. Which and we is don't want everyone to be like that. Dumb. Yeah, you all like the same sport, for Christ's sakes. But, you know, you you want to get along with the people. I mean, Wheaton's Law is important. Don't be a dick. So much in life is easier if you don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, and and you want to do that also as, not just as the ambassador, but as a player, you want to try not to be a dick. See, Brad, Banyan's currently in the chat room being a dick. <laughs> At least if anyone happens to like Auburn or not like Alabama, which I feel like is a large selection of people. Yeah, no, no, look, let's get this straight. There's a difference between razzing each other for fun. Yes. And being what we're but talking about. It's a fine line. If you yes. have a friend who is an Auburn fan and as such hates Alabama with a red-hot passion, if you yell roll tie each time you see that person, that person's going to have problems. And it'd be the same thing in a gaming store. If someone is like that, you want to try not to be... you got to learn your crowd. Learn your audience. Yes. You know? Even comedians have to do it. That's why I tell the warm-up jokes. See how people are laughing and all. So they can go where they go. We know your audience. It, I, Legion, regardless of whether Bama fans are assholes or not, <laughs> it's still... It, it, it's, it shows one of those things. It's like, you know, we have a friend who hates Space Marines. The Jason hates Space Marines. But he doesn't go up to someone with Space Marines and go like, I hate Space Marines, your shit sucks. He just goes, eh, and continues on with his life, which is the right answer. He doesn't yell about it or anything. Yes, except for Yankees fans. There's there are standards for everything, Big Jim site. Yankees fans are terrible. <laughs> and see, this, this is what we're talking about. This yes. is, we know our audience. We know we're just giving each other a little hard time, and we're just, you know, having having a good time with it. But, there are people that don't, and that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah, and that's sort of where all this comes in. And it's going to get – this is wider than, than than gaming in general, honestly, but we're talking about it from a gaming perspective. Yeah. You know, you can dislike 40K, GW games all you want. But you don't ever want to be that guy who just shits on people for playing GW games. It's the games they like. Letting people have their fun's part of it. Yeah. You don't have to play the fucking game. Nope. Like my my whole crew might be playing GW games for a bit. Cool. I I mean I don't have to play it. They ain't making me. They literally can't. So it is what it is. And sure, it might be disconcerting. You might have to change your weekend plans because your buds are already playing. You know games you don't like. You can either hang out and not game, or you can do something else. It's not about. Uh, and this is a little bit off topic, but it's not about necessarily maximizing, or you know minimizing the time between seeing your buds and all it's maximizing what you do with your buds when you're with them. So if you're going to take weeks off because they're playing something you don't want to play, that's absolutely fine. Just try and maximize the time when you're there hanging out with your people. Same at the game store. Oh, and the thing is, is this is more important when you're not with your buds. Yes, it is actually much more important, but it's important with your buds as well, but it's more important when you're not with your buds in a game, just randomly game store. Um, um, cause you don't want, you don't want it to become like, you don't want to turn people divisive. off. Divisive. You don't want to become divisive. You don't, you don't want to become too clannish or clickish. 
if you remember why high school sucked for many people, it's because cliques exist. And no matter how hard we try, they still start to exist in a later time. And we want to do what we can to, you know, remove that. So being cool with them is a thing. Give them a chance. You know, if someone's like, if you're hanging out, waiting for your guys to show up to play your game and somebody else playing a game, engage with them a little bit. They want to give you a demo? Take the demo. What's the harm, right? Yes, Big Jim Slade. No shaming is a great, great thing. Ours actually has Wheaton's Law posted up there. Which is much similar. Don't be a dick. But yeah, I mean, it's important, you know. If you get that way, you get the visit. You get people being rude. So I'll give you an example from uh, the American Team Championship. Uh, we went to a couple of those as a group. Um, one of the first ones we showed up, we're hanging out in the uh, in a restaurant at the hotel, and uh, Rob Bear from Spiky Bits is there. And I've known Rob Bear for a very long time. He's not local, but I was always the one he got on the phone when he called to do his GW stuff. So we got to chatting and stuff like that. He came up for tournaments and all. We'd always chat. So we were friendly. So we're friendly and all. And he's being, even though we know Rob, Rob Eric, Spiky Bits can be a little bit weird. Remember, it's not all him. He was being a good ambassador, chatting with me and everything. And his buds just wouldn't even shake my hand and say hi. Don't be those guys. Remember, you know, you got to be at least the, the, the bare minimum of cordial. Like, hey, how's it going? It's not all about like, oh, that guy plays War Machine of Horde, so fuck that guy. No, you can't be like that. Oh, that guy plays War Machine of Horde, it's cool. It's just a dude then. He, he, I know we're not all the best in social situations, but we got to try to be better than that. Um, so, yeah, so... A little off. Don't be a dick about it when you're when you're when you're if you're a brand ambassador or not. If you're known for playing a game, also try to be a dick because a you shouldn't be a dick and b you are representing that game. If you show up at a game store just to play one game, no matter how, no matter what you really want, you are going to be an ambassador of that game, even if it's just to those guys. Yeah, what are the random people walking through? If you're in a if you're in a store, you're playing a game. You're an ambassador of that game. And I'm not saying you have to be teaching people who walk by how to play your game. No, but you have to be cordial. And honestly, you should be you should want to be anyways because we're all just you know normal human beings, and you know it's just a person walking by. Now you can say, oh hey, I'm I'm not good at teaching. I can't really teach you this, but you're free to watch. That's a fair thing to say. You can be reasonable with people like, oh, hey, can you not table talk while we're trying to play a game? We're, we're practicing for something or whatever. Feel free. Be, feel free to be blunt but cordial with people. People respect that. You don't have to beat around the bush. You can say, hey, we're practicing for a tournament coming up. We would like not you to not have table talk. Or, hey, we can't we can't show off. You feel free to watch what you got, what we're going on, but we can't really answer questions because we're we're, 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 you know, we're, we're testing for something or, I mean, you may not be interested in answering questions, but be honest, you know, um, you, you've got to just let them know what you're feeling. I mean, it's hard. Sometimes you feel like you're being a dick. You're not being cordial with someone and, and being just blunt, telling them like, Hey, 
I'm not really good at teaching. I'm not comfortable teaching someone you're free to watch. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And most people will realize it as well. You can say, oh, hey, there's another guy. He's really good at teaching people. That's a possibility. You know, it, and it sounds like more work. And yes, technically it is more work than you want. You just want to come to the game store and play some fucking games. I understand. I empathize with that 100%. But sometimes there's just more going on than that. You know, it's a complicated world. Sometimes they're going to, people are going to walk by and have some questions. If you can answer them, try to answer them. If not, just try and be cordial and nice about it. Don't don't be like, oh, could you go away? Like, <laughs> I know sometimes you feel that way. But being nice to them is going to make you feel better in the long run as they leave with a smile rather than leaving with a frown. It, yeah. It'll help. And, and I know none of us signed up for this shit. We didn't. Nope. Not one of us jumped into gaming going, I'm going to have to field questions from random people in a store when I'm playing there. I know. And I'm sorry you have to deal with it, but we all do. It's sort of our, <clears throat> I don't want to say penance, duty as a nerd. Yeah, I know, Ben. His socialization, it burns us, but we need to get over that. You know, ner nerd's not what it used to be. We can't just hide behind nerd and be like, oh, he's a nerd, he's not socialized. Because, I mean, you see Matt Mercer and shit, those guys are not socialized. Those guys are not talk to people. There's a lot of very um, nerds with very good oratory skills out there nowadays. And, uh, yeah, makes it more difficult for the rest of us, but it is what it is. Um, now you don't have to go out of your way for this shit, you know. There you go, I feel like talking to people. You can, you can tell them the wonders of the, of the double turn. Um... But and, and we don't necessarily want to like after a hard day of work, like I'll do an example from video gaming when I get on MechWare online and Mo will attest to this and Banyan too. After a hard day of work, I don't want to be telling people what to do. I don't want to be the one making all the tactics and shit. But sometimes you just got to be, you know, the time we, we don't necessarily choose the time. The time chooses us sometimes. You know, but just do, do what you can to help. Like, I've I've gotten a lot less salty on comms on Macquarie Online recently. Just not, you know, sure, I'm disappointed people being stupid, but yelling at them's not going to help. You know, there's not a single circumstance where being an absolute raging asshole to someone has helped. Because what you could be doing is pushing off a brand new player that just started the game. Yep, he may not know. Up. And he, you, he or she may not know. And on top of that... So, it's probably it could be a kid, and that kid's probably oh. going out of their comfort zone to play with random people. Or that person could have a bad day, too. Oh, yeah. You know, you're yelling at someone who had a bad day. They're not thinking straight. They're just trying to, to do something in, in any game. You don't know what the day's been like. So that's why we treat people with kindness and all try and be nice about the stuff. Now, even sometimes everyone snaps, and I understand that. Sometimes you just got to say something snarky. I understand that. But try and keep it good-natured, Snarky. Don't be afraid to apologize and say, you know, hey, I'm sorry, Snarky, you didn't deserve that, whatever. Just try and be the best ambassador you can when you're when you're representing a game. And when your actual ambassador shows up, it becomes so much easier. Because then you can go, oh, hey, you know, I can't uh, show you this because we're testing something, but Gonzo! Mm. Gonzo can show you. He will cool. be happy to show you. Come on over here. I got some models ready and set up. Uh, what's your 
exactly. you know, skill level. Like, are you, are you played why... miniature games before? Have you not played miniature games before? It's so much easier when, when your ambassador shows up. I mean, I tell stories. There's times when I was at games and stuff, getting ready to go to go to lunch with the guys, hanging out, talking to people. And one of the miniature guys would go like, hey, John, these people just bought X product I know you know very well. I hate to ask, but can you run them through a quick demo? You know, and as a brand ambassador, the answer is, of course, I can run them through a quick demo. Hey, guys, bring me back know, some tacos. Lo- uh, we, no, we didn't work like that, but <laughs> sure. I was late to lunch. It's okay. I still got food. It's not like I didn't get to eat because I stopped, you know? And maybe it helped those people. Maybe they had huge enjoyment with that game. Maybe not. I don't know. But they had just spent the money on a game. You know, in this case, it was uh, one of the two-player starters for Machine of Hordes, which I realized at that point could probably be set up a lot better. But anyways, and I ran... How to play that game with just my mind with for them. And they seemed like they had a great time and they learned some stuff. And maybe they went off and the father and son had some great fucking fun times. And if I help that, it's awesome. You know? It's better to have more people into a game than it's not. The one thing that <laughs> so, always cracks me up is when people push other people away, especially when they're brand new. Oh, or mm-hmm. chaps my hide. So... I am glad you brought that up, Arathu. He says, I don't mind talking to people, but the one thing I cannot do, a bit elitist, a bit elitist I guess, I can't stand explaining very basic things to people that are less intelligent. Like, no offense, but some people are a bit more stupid, so if the most basic explanations don't sink in, I lose my patience really fast. That absolutely, Arathu, is why you have the act- try to have the actual ambassador there to help with that thing. Because the ambassador should be better at doing that. I... I empathize you like you would not believe. I work in customer service. Trust me. Um, I don't generally think of myself as exceptionally smart, but based on the calls I get, maybe I am. <laughs> Just maybe. Um, but yeah, it's it's you didn't sign up for that. You're not a teacher. That's, that's not your job. Hopefully your group has someone who is the most patient person who can do that. Um, I had a guy, I'll call him Ponytail because that was his nickname. If you want to guess why, feel free. Um, he was and... bald. Aye, aye, aye. See what I'm dealing with, people? <laughs> uh, so he showed up and like he kept people kept getting frustrated because he's like this would not understand basic rules. And in playing with them, I realized I took a sentence in the rule book and I explained it a different way. Just just change the format of the sentence and suddenly he understood it perfectly sometimes you get that and it's going to take your ambassador to fucking figure that out because it Arathur didn't sign up for that it's not fair to put that on him but sometimes it's the hand we're dealt the best thing you can do is go like hey I can't help you right now but I know our ambassador outrider uh, uh, fucking uh, press ganger whatever your local name is Field agent, I'm going to name as many as I can think of, uh, will be here on this day, and he'd be happy to help you learn all of it. Because you should have that person. If not, the store employee should be there to teach them basic stuff. <laughs> that was not Ponytail Banyan, that was uh, Troy. And the answer was explosive ammo with a silenced pistol. So that sounded great. Anyways. That's a role-playing thing, not a not a thing. So it is... Uh, yeah, Legion, some people 
ask you the stupidest questions. You're like, let me Google that for you. But remember, some people aren't familiar with that. Some people aren't on the computer as much as the rest of us are. I mean, it goes back to that quote I quote from, uh, what's the name of that thing? The soccer one, the, the football one. Ted Lasso. No. Go for it. Don't judge. Be curious. And it's important. I tell my people that at work all the time. Don't judge the people. Be curious. Well, I'm curious why he doesn't understand that. Why doesn't he use Google a lot? Does he not have a computer all the time? A lot of people don't. They only load up a computer when they got to. Some people do everything off their phone and shit. Crazy to me. I'm not. A, I, I'm a desktop computer guy. Phone when I need to. So try not to judge those people. I know they're frustrating. And it's not your job necessarily to have to teach them how to play things. But try to explain them if you can, like a Rathu would. And then if it gets too much, figure out when your ambassador is going to be there. Or if there's a store employee who might have more patience and be paid to actually do that job. Because honestly, if you have a store that does miniature games, there should be a guy who is the miniature game specialist who knows basic rules to most things. That's also true, Big Jim. Uh, my manager has always been, it's only a stupid question the second time you ask it. Absolutely true. Unless the question is, John, do you want steak? Yes, I want steak. Come on. It's me. But, so, you know, there should be guys there. And if it comes up a lot of Rathu, talk to your group. Hey, if someone comes in with this, who 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 should we give them to? You know, in my group, when we're doing War Machine of Hordes, we had people we would absolutely send new players to. And we had people we would absolutely not send new players to. You know, we had one of our top players. I would be happy to send any new player to him because he was patient and would teach them stuff while whooping their ass horribly. But they would feel like they learned stuff. They would know, obviously, this guy's better than us. And they would learn stuff. And then we had a guy who was sort of a mid player, but he would just take the light and just crushing the fuck out of whoever he can. He wasn't doing maliciously. It's just how he played. He had no, he, he had no two speeds. He had one speed go. And part of having a group is knowing who the players are that can do that. Who can you trust with new players? Who can you trust people who never played the game? And honestly, we shouldn't have to in a perfect world, but the store is not always going to be able to teach somebody if you want a new player, sometimes you're going to have to step up and uh, and teach them. But that's a good idea. If you have an organized group or a semi-organized group, and even if you don't, it's worth trying to become semi-organized. We've done that lots of times in the past. We've had lots of different names for different groups. Um, and... You should have some discussions about what you're going to do for new players if you're going to be there playing at a store a lot. Now, if you're not, if you're just a walk-in pickup gamer like I am now, I am under no impetus to be an ambassador to a game. I barely show up at that store anymore. Not granted, I would be because it's my nature, but you shouldn't feel you have to be. You know, if you just play at the store once in a while to play a game, just be nice to the person. It's, it's like Red House. Be nice until it's time to not be rice. And someone else will tell you when it's time to not be nice. Just be nice and, and, and send them to, you know, send them to the gonzo of your group. Every group's got a gonzo. Shit. All of them. Holy crap. Hopefully they're not like me, though. 
not necessarily like you. You're a snowflake. <laughs> um, but you you sort of have to have that idea. But yeah. on your and I, I know I'm laying a sort of heavy thing on you guys where it sounds like you have to do all this stuff. You don't have to. And no one's going to think less of you if you don't. Not everyone wants to deal with an average person in the game. You're just there to play some games and have fun. You don't want all this extra work. But you guys should have a plan then. You know? Um, Sorry, everyone's wishing me happy Easter now. <laughs> at 8.45 p.m. Because um, we didn't have an Easter for the family because it's been challenging. Anyways. Um... If you don't, if you're not the one who's going to want to do that kind of thing with a, with someone, you need to know who it is. Because Bainan says, if you can't point out the Gonzo, then you're the Gonzo. You know, if you look around like, no, 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 oh fuck, it's me. And sometimes it is. And sometimes you may not want to be up for it. And unfortunately, the 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 unwritten social contract of a gamer is that if you're the only one, it's got to be you. There's someone else that could be them, but you're the only one there. You know? Just do your best. And if they're exceptionally stupid, you can ask them to come back another day. Like, hey, I'm not I'm not good at this, uh, teaching people this. I'm better at once you learn the basics of the game, I can help you get to the next level. Don't hesitate to be honest with people. I don't know when in the world honesty became a bad word. It's not. Just be the honest with the people. You know, people respect if you go, hey, I'm not good at teaching people. You know, we, we uh, on this day is our normal day for this game. If you show up, someone can absolutely teach you how to play. Don't feel bad about telling somebody that. You can't. Because it's unfair to put that all of that on you just because you're there. And, you know, if, if, and if you just can't. And, you know, if someone tells me, I just can't deal with this person, I believe them. You can't deal with people all day. Even even Gonzo, some days will be like, I can't with this person. Can someone else please? It happens. You know? But that's part of not being a dick. Wheaton's law is just knowing your own tolerances and when you've got to ask someone for help. It's another thing. When do people stop asking for help? Ask for help. Good gosh, guys. We don't think less of you because you need help. I think more of people when they ask for help. Yeah, in, sto in story time, I... I'd found out that several of my people did not have a good geographical knowledge. And I'm sort of laying that thing. They didn't really have any geographic knowledge. So I printed out one of those blank maps of the U.S. and handed it to, all, to, to my three people and said, please fill this out. It, it's technically a test at this point. One of them filled out a little bit and then gave it back to me. One of them filled out a bunch, did a good job. And one of them said, I don't know any of this and just handed it back to me. You know which one I was pissed at, right? No, they didn't even try. Yep. If you try and give your best and say, this is all I really know. Cool. That's fine. You tried. You know? And and in this and everything, if you try, people aren't going to get on your shit. And if they do get on your shit, fuck those people. Seriously. So just try as hard as you can to be an ambassador when you're there. You don't have to be the ambassador unless you are the ambassador. You know, Gonzo and I generally have a little more... Um, responsibilities as we are generally the ambassadors, whatever game we're playing. But if you're not, if you're at, they're just playing the game for fun, just playing some uh, age Sigma for fun. Know who the ambassador is, know where to send people. If you need to have a little meeting with your guys, there, 
a little organization goes a long way. And I know we're sort of like, we're not a gaming club. Well, if you're all meeting at the same place playing the same game, I'm here to tell you, you're a gaming club. You just haven't faced the facts yet. You put the organization skills behind it. You don't have to do much. Just know what you're going to do in that case. You can even go, hey, guys, we've got a new player here who wants to teach them the basics. Someone will volunteer. Because at the point where you volunteer, that person at least is in the mindset going, I know what I'm getting into. We'll be all good here. So. I think I've spoken enough on that particular topic, Gonzo. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, it's only 8.50. Oh, we got like 10 minutes left. Uh-huh. So, um, my main thing is about all of this is we're nerds. We don't got a lot of time. We got to bring other people into the games. We play because eventually people are going to move on to other things. Don't be a dick. Have a good time. And enjoy, especially meeting new people. Because mm-hmm. you're going to meet a lot more new people because stores are opening up. People are coming into the games, etc., etc. There are going to be new people coming in and new people joining your game. Especially if you're at the game store playing it. Be prepared. Don't be a dick. Be nice. Have a good time, et cetera, et cetera. And you never know when one of those people you randomly meet at a game store is going to become one of your best friends. You just don't know that. Spoiler. I didn't really like not brushhead Dave the first several times I met him. Now he's one of my best friends. You know, 20 plus years later. (laughs) But that kind of thing happens, you know. If if you close off yourself to these new people, you may be, you know, robbing yourself of, you know, a future best friend. Even just a future strong acquaintance, you know. Who knows? So. Be nice again, to the new guy. Yeah, it's kind of heavy. You know, we don't want, we didn't ask for these responsibilities, but they happen. That is. So I did for people that didn't that were in the pre ramble, you know this came up and everything, and it, it's bringing a new game, aka a lot of us just picked up or have judgment. Cool, new game, small game, kind of easy to get into, etc. You're going to get people that are going to go, oh, what are you playing? Yeah, what is it? Etc. Etc. Same thing with, you know, Battletech. Mm-hmm. You've got tons of people getting into it. I mean, Kickstarter hit six, you know, almost what? It's, it's over five. Yeah, it's, it's over five. Yeah, it's over five. And you got people buying into Alpha Strike. You're going to have people that are going to go, ooh, what's this? I'm like, oh, I remember playing this when I was XYZ and, you know, getting back into it. You're going to want to mm-hmm. sit there and take your time. Show them, enjoy the game with them, get new people. Because a new player is better than no players. Yep. Uh, And Rather has a good point. Says, also, a little advice. Pick table carefully if you can. If you're up front, you will get way more people asking than if you're at a table at the back. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. If you're you're at a front table, people are going to be asking you a lot of questions. Just know that. Now, sometimes it's the table left because everyone else got here before you. 
is what it is. <laughs> it's good to keep it in mind. If, if you manage your expectations, go, okay, we're at the front. We might get questions, whatever. Especially, oh, it's a holiday. We might get questions, you know. So just keep that stuff in mind. And again, I didn't mean to drop all this heavy responsibility on you guys, but um, with great fun comes great responsibility. Or something like that. Something like that. I mean, just be nice. Shit. Niceness breeds more niceness. If you can't be nice, don't fucking be around me. Well, I'm okay if you're some nicer. You can be neutral. Well, no, I'm just saying, if you're going to be a dick, I don't want you around me. Exactly. I I ain't got time for that shit. I'm too old for that shit. And... If you're feeling up to it, if you see what Gonzo saw and someone starts just going off on someone else, stand up if you're if you're if you can. If you have the mental ability at that time, not everyone does. Like after a hard day work, there's sometimes I would not be the right one to stand up to somebody because I'm just gonna put my fist in their face. Problem solved, but other problems arise. I'm not bailing you out. I I have someone for anything on the short of murder, so it's okay. <laughs> Um, but you know, you know, if you can, if you have the ability stand up, just be like, Hey dude, cut that shit out. Go somewhere else. Yeah. They didn't ask for your opinion. Cause some people were just trying to play the game. They don't want to start a confrontation and that person may be looking for a confrontation. So, I mean, if you stand up, I appreciate it, but be aware they may come at you like a little spider monkey of idiocy. Just be, be cool about it. You know, the other people are going to appreciate you greatly standing up, getting that person to calm down. Get the store staff if you can't. Yeah. If you can't, if you're not in the mood, but if it is really bothering you, get the store staff. They're paid to deal with that. You know, and, and I know there's a bunch of people who are going to yell something like snitches get stitches. Fuck that shit. If people are fucking around, they need to find out. Be the avatar of finding out. Teach those people that they have fucked up and they need to watch their shit. (laughs) If you wish to use the term, they need to check themselves before they wreck themselves. You may be helping that person. I told the story of the uh, gentleman I told I wouldn't play ever because he's the biggest cheater. He changed it all. Like literally, he took that to heart came back and he became like a hundred percent playing by the rules all the time. One of the guys I would send people to play. You might be the avatar of change in their life and that's worth it. You know, cause he wasn't a bad dude. It's just, I knew he fucking cheated all the time. I didn't have time for that shit. Um, yeah, that's another one. No showering, no game. Yeah, cause no deodorant, no game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's rough. We and don't now back in our early days, we had a guy we named um, DG, which he thought meant duelist guy if he played magic. It did not. It meant dirty guy. And we didn't have a talk with him. We were we were asses instead. And I think we lucked out, ended out okay, but it's not okay. If someone's like that, have a talk with them. Like, hey, dude. I'm sorry to tell you. You may not notice. You stink. No one wants to be around you. I'm sorry. You need to take a shower, get some deodorant. 
they might not realize. You know, they may some also people be don't mind their own brand. You know, as much as I hate to say it, that sounds dirty, but it just maybe the life they're in. You don't know what that guy's life's like. Yeah. Let him know. If you let him know, you can be it nice. Like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. You're just a little fragrant. You know, don't be witty. Just tell him straight up. I mean, I thought it hilarious when, um, and I think it was unrelated, but in one of the pre-releases of Madden, the ba- in the bag, they had this, this you know, small axe body spray. And I'm like, are you telling us something? Were they? I don't know. But it was funny, and it brings it to mind. So, and I can't stress this enough. You know, as a customer service person, I mean, I'm a manager. I have to actually have to manage customer service people. Just tell people straight up. Sure, the truth may be hard. But they're going to like it more if you tell them straight up. I've told people straight up, like, hey, this, this, and this. And they're like, wow. Well, I appreciate you telling me straight up. Like, there's nothing like the honesty. I'm telling you. People respect that. They may not like it, but they respect that you told them the truth. And I think that's the best way to go. Because it's going to cause less problems in the long run. That way, when Dirty Guy finds out that his uh, nickname means Dirty Guy, he didn't get super upset. He did find out. It was a little unfortunate. Rule 3 still applies. He's not at a con. Three, you know, shower, do meal. Yeah, well, fair enough. You know, shower and deodorant at least if you come to a game store. Meal? I mean, that's on you. Maybe. I will say personally, if someone's hungry and they haven't eaten, I'll help them. But taking that little guy, so Arthur says, I've literally put self-hygiene products on the list for ages to take my tournaments, mostly as a reminder before people want went, but also can't hurt to have something ready in a hot day and you might be sweating all day if you have games in the not-so-friendly place. Or Arthur, we've played games outside. They put gaming tables for one tournament at the old Games Workshop Battle Bunker in Glenburnie, Maryland, outside. And we played a game outside. Someone got sunburnt playing 40K. And it wasn't just because my Marmy was all bright pewter and reflecting the sun at them. (laughs) Marmy was all pewter at that point and reflecting some of them, but... Um, You know, but that's a good point, you know. Have a talk with them. If you're friendly about it and nice... If they're a dick, fuck them. Then they're a dick. Now you know. No but maybe they aren't. It. Yeah, maybe they aren't. Maybe you just need to have that conversation and suddenly you turn them around. It's worth it. Trust me. In short, Wheaton's Law, don't be a dick. Be the ambassador. Be nice. Be, be the ambassador you'd want to see on the other side if you were coming to see a game. It's like treat people like you'd want to be treated. I don't necessarily believe that 100%. Like initially, like if I don't know somebody, treat them how I'd want to be treated. Then after that, I treat them how they deserve. Media section is going to be a bit full. Mm, yeah, I know. Oh, we stopped at the right time. Damn, I didn't even plan that. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even plan that I was going to be doing that. 
So, welcome to the media section, guys. If you're brand new, or if this is the first time listening to us, or you just need a good reminder, remember, we have two types of rating systems. We are different, and we are weird. Our we'll be rating, using both tonight. We'll be using both of them tonight. Uh, I already been pre-warned. We have two rating systems. One, we rate movies on a scale of Casablanca to Cats. Casablanca being the greatest movie ever made. Cats being the shittiest, most vile, worthless piece of shit that's been produced in... Ever. Um, yep, and right. we also have our uh, rating skills based on space herpes. If you have not seen the old 80s movie Ice Pirates, just remember this was a product of its time. But the fewer space herpes you get, the better the movie is. Zero being perfect, a.k.a. Casablanca. And five space herpes is Cats. With that being said, I don't have a lot, but I do have a lot of news. I did watch a show, a movie this week. Um, that was on Netflix, and it was brand new, and I thought, oh, uh, movie, cool. Um, and um, it's called Kill Boxoon. Um, it is a Korean martial arts assassin John Wick style movie. Okay. Um, uh, it is subtitled and dubbed, so if you know if either one of them suits your fancy. Um, it is about a female. Subtitles for life. Yeah, uh, a female assassin um, that this group has made, like, this one big group of assassins, a.k.a. like John Wick, like, all contracts go through us, and we send it out to people. If you're not contract with us, we're going to have problems. But it is about a mother that is an assassin, and the first scene sets the stage for the entire show. Um, and the big thing is, is she's got a teenage daughter. And you know about teenagers, they scare the living shit out of me. And they do that in this movie too. So this show is about a mother having problems with her teenage daughter while trying to keep her assassin contracts and killing people for a living. And of course she's supposed to be the biggest, baddest assassin on the planet. A.K.A. That's the reason why I reference John Wick. Um, Martial arts was really good. Uh, All the fight scenes were done fun. Uh, not a lot of shaky cam, which I always think is great. Um, not a lot of quick zoom and passes and stuff, but just really good martial art combat fight scenes uh, with guns, swords, markers. <laughs> I mean, whatever's on hand sometimes. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I mean, it, it's pretty predictable. You, you kind of know where it's coming, where it's going to go and everything. But it's done really well. Acting's fine. No problems with it. Um, I recommend it. This is going to be one that's going to be closer to Casablanca. But I would give it one and a half space herpes. Because there is a, a little thing in there where the female assassin, Boxoon, she plans things out in her head and she sees how the fight's going to go based on what's happening. And so you'll have a fight and she'll you'll see something happen and go, oh, she died. And you're like, oh, no, she's reliving the battle in her head before it happens. So she can plan her next moves, which was kind of neat because the final fight scene, it happens a lot. It was really cool to watch it all unfold and everything and happening around the room, et cetera, et cetera. It was really, really neat. I enjoyed it. Uh, so I give about one, maybe one and a half if I really pushed it. Uh, I recommend if you like a good assassin, you know. Southern Korean, you know, martial arts movie. I recommend it. John, what you got? Um, well, I've got two movies. One is very new. One is very old. 
Which one to start with? Let's go with the old. The old, I watched the Maltese Falcon. Mm. It was the first time I've seen this. Um, one of my coworkers has it on DVD and loaned it to me. Okay. Um, it is definitely a product of its time. Oh, 100%. It is not a quote-unquote action movie. Nope. It is much more... I want to say drama, but it's not really a drama. It's really sort of like a procedural, you know, mystery type of thing. Um, and obviously, Humpy Bogart is fucking great. Like, the whole cast is solid. A couple of them, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, for the time, may have been good, not so good now. But it's got Bogart, it's got um, uh, Peter Laurie, who was also in Casablanca with Humpy Bogart. Um, I'm trying to remember the other guy in it. I'm going to look it up here. Oh my gosh. Oh, 1941. That's an early movie. Um, but it's very good. Great dialogue. Um, the other one I noticed was Sidney Greenstreet as uh, Mr. Gutman. Um, which is not funny because they called him the fat man. And he was very heavy. But it's a lot of people double-crossing people. A lot of mystery what's going on. But very different because it is I mean, it's 1941. So, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's not very action-y. There's not really any shootouts or even any prolonged fights. It's much more about the dialogue between people and the mystery going on. And I enjoyed the crap out of it for that. Um, I will give it uh, very close to Casablanca on the Casablanca to Cat scale. Uh, officially, I would give it like a two space herpes, but that's more because of its time. It's not really fair. A lot of the things they do in the past don't work in modern movies. And you have, have to look cast. at it. Yeah, and you have to look at movies that way. That's what I'm saying. It's a product of its time. Yep. You've got to look at it that way. Um, it is not Casablanca, because Casablanca actually holds up despite the time, but does have some good narrative features. You never quite know what Humphrey Bogart's doing. He keeps it... Uh, like, he'll, he'll go off on a, a, a rage at somebody, then come out and he's chuckling, and you realize he's playing them. And it's a lot of not knowing who's playing who through the whole thing and trying to see how it ends. Uh, enjoyable. It's a classic for a reason. If you get a chance, I would absolutely suggest watching it. Cool. Um, I started back watching Invisible City. Uh, I'd put it on hold due to uh, watching other things, catching up on other stuff. And Invisible City is a, another foreign series. It is dubbed. Um, uh, and it's about a community that is beseeched by fey creatures, best way to put it. Okay. There's like a, a mermaid that's definitely part of it and some other creatures. There. It's kind of like if you ever played Changeling, you know that that person is actually a troll guarding a secret place, but you can't prove it. <laughs> It's uh, the Brazilian one, right? Yeah, it's Brazilian. Okay. Um, I watched episode one, kind of started a little slow, uh, but it's episode one. Shit, come on. Uh, episode two, they got into it. Episode three, getting into it more. They're, you know, they're not spending seven episodes to tell you that there's fake creatures living in this town. Episode two, you know it. <laughs> I hope not. There's only 12 episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, they're not, they're not. Pussyfooting around, best way to put it. Um, it's okay. It's not bad. Um, it's good. 
characters are good. Story's okay. Just getting into the story. We don't know why they're here or what the reasoning behind it. There is some underlying plot that we don't know because uh, the guy's actually investigating his wife's death. But his wife's death was mysterious um, because when she died, her eyes turned white. Like no pupils, no irises, no nothing. And so this is, you know, kind of the weird thing that was going on. Um, everything's okay. It's great. I mean, I'm not having a bad time. Won't give a you know review on it just yet. But you it on was, season it's... one still? Yeah, season one still. Yep, seven uh, episodes, season one, five in season two, people wondering. Yeah. So, uh, I'm enjoying it. Going to watch it. Keep going with it. Uh, it's not high on my list. I have other things I need to watch, so I'll watch them first. But definitely on that list. Well, for me, I guess to go to the modern movie, I saw D&D Honor Among Thieves in the theaters on uh, Thursday. Uh, it is definitely better than the previous D&D movie. Uh, I enjoyed it overall. It, Let's be honest. Most of the, the reviews are very hyperbolic about it. They're either it's the best thing ever or it's fucking the worst thing ever. It's not true. Legion says it was fun. It was absolutely fun. I enjoyed watching it. You see most of the plot points coming a mile away. A couple of people are like, I see this plot point, just don't know the exact details of it. But okay, cool. Uh, Demodar does not show up Cookie Mandius. That would have been a fun and a, could have been appropriate uh, Easter egg. They do have a lot of Easter eggs in there. Um, if you are expecting them to follow D&D rules during the movie, first off, the fuck? <laughs> Second off, no. No, they're not going to. Um, Ginny Dew, who is a, you know, uh, personality on D&D, does a lot of YouTube videos and all, uh, mentioned that, you know, in one scene, the druid, who we've seen in the trailers, wild shaped so many times you could not possibly do that many times in the game. And she loved it because it shows off what the druid is. Correct. The and real cool went into a super effect. fun scene. Yeah. Um, the paladin in it is fun and atypical paladin apparently it was originally supposed to be drips but there were some problems and that's okay note that it's forgotten realms based which doesn't mean anything to most people but um it causes me a little rage or be happy it's perfectly fine one and a half i give it one and a half uh, legion gave it more of a one if you're uh, deep into forgotten realms two if you're a roy's lawyer setting person <laughs> i go one and a half in general i enjoyed it. it was not the best movie it's the worst movie seen in the theater this year but it was this versus john wick four what the hell do you want a lot so I, I talked to a few people that have already seen it. it says don't give me any spoilers uh and they're like no it was just a good fun movie and, and it was like if we were playing D&D, this is how we would act and how we would fuck it up. I want, yes, absolutely. It feels like a gaming session more than anything. I want to see it again because Michelle Rodriguez didn't quite know the expectations I had, but I think maybe that was my expectations. And I say this a lot. Movies, you have expectations. Some movies you need to see twice because the first time your expectations are fucking with you. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Worth watching. See it in the theater if you can. If you want more of these movies, see it in the theater, please. Yeah. Because you're going to help them realize they that they can do more movies like this. It's on that verge of becoming a good, enjoyed movie that becomes a cult classic. Because it didn't make the money off of the theatrical release. Still early, but... You know, like I said, if you're on the fence, go see it. Yeah. Um... Let's talk about the newest Mandalorian, spoiler-free. 
Sure. I mean, we're going to talk about the, the newest Mandalorian spoiler free. Um, I'm going to tell you, I watched it and they, I, you know, I, I didn't get to watch it until after. So there's a lot of people out there hating it and giving shit. Oh my God. The hatred was real. Yeah. And I, after I watched it, I was like, you know what? This is something that would have happened if I was running a Mandalorian RPG. This if, fit a hundred percent of what an RPG is. Oh, I need you. I need, need your help with the thing. Well, for us to help you with the thing, you need to do this thing for us. Yeah. And so to, to, I'm not going to spoil story, but Jack Black and Lizzie are in it. You've probably seen that. They're fine. I enjoyed them. Christopher Lloyd is in it. Fucking A. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd is great in everything he's in. Um, he did it. And we had a discussion and Lizzie's not an actress first. Keep that in mind. I thought she did fine. I thought Jack Back actually played acting down to her level to make it not be seem different. Yeah. You know what I mean? While on the other hand, when Christopher Lloyd was on the screen, you kind of, you could feel the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, the, the, there was bad, nothing wrong. It was enjoyable. Wrong. Yeah. There was world building. There was character development and mm-hmm. the consequences of character development in there. Yep. You got to see Bo-Katan and Mando being a great team together. And then you had a very satisfying ending that I saw coming a couple episodes ago, but I'm impressed they waited that long to do it the way I thought they were going to do it. Yeah. There was nothing, nothing wrong with what was with this episode. You're just being a twat. And that's the best way to put it. Yep. So next Tuesday. Yeah. Bye. We'll watch it. We'll watch it again when it comes out. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, Do you have anything else you need to review, John, before we get into all the stuff that came out this week? We covered, we just cover, you know, Star Wars Celebration and all. Yeah. Um, so, Star Wars Celebration happened, and a lot of news. But before that, I want to go backtrack. The new Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales trailer came out. I yeah. fucking cannot wait. I love me, Miles Morales. Yeah, I will be good. in the theater for this. So, it looks good. It looks a lot of fun. Uh, looks, but the not news... what I was expecting from it, but sure, I'm, I'm there for it. Yeah. Um, but the new... Uh, Star Wars Day came out, and a lot of new Star Wars. The trailer for Ahsoka came out. Um, it was good. I, I you know me, I, I'm a simp for Jedi shit and and Sith stuff because that's just what I rolled into. That's what I grew up with. I, I will take what I can. It looks good. I uh, from the trailer, um, I am really looking forward to seeing Thrawn. Uh, I hope they flesh that out and everything because Thrawn's a really good character. Um. I like to see who's going to be doing it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, we get it, what, August, I think is when it's supposed to come out? August, so you've yeah. got a couple months to watch all of Star Wars Rebels, because they showed all but one of the Star Wars Rebel crew, and the one they didn't show it showed up in Mandalorian an uh, episode or two ago. Yeah, so, you know, you got to watch that, get into it if you haven't watched it. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward yep. to good Jedi, Sith, you know... Politic bullshit, live action fighting. Give me my saber. Give me my fucking space wizards. I'm ready yep. for it. <laughs> There's one scene I was concerned about just because it seemed very derivative, but it was still awesome. You know, I can differentiate me judging a movie for being derivative versus looking awesome. It looked awesome, but it looked a little derivative. If yeah. you, know, you know the scene. If you watch the trailer, everyone, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Love seeing that crew there. Um, a lot of other Star Wars things hit. They're going to give uh, Daisy Ridley another movie. She's great. 
it'll shut those revisionist people like we need to get rid of the sequel trilogy and and reimagine it nope not doing it fuck off people yeah i think that they... ridley she deserves it she gave it all yeah they are giving the story is going to be 15 years in the future where yep. she's created a jedi academy i think is what it was is that's where the the plot line is going yep uh, we don't know the exact details i'm all for it i'm yeah. like cool no problem um Give it. I'd like to see, you know, some like, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some Easter eggs or there's going to yeah. be, you know, other characters come in. And... But I like that they're giving more thought to the movies, not yes. just we're doing movies. Because most of the ones they announced previously are yeah. gone. They I, I... said that um, Ryan Johnson was going to get a trilogy. They've backed off of that. He's not going to get a trilogy. Yeah. He's doing other things and he may get in on Star Wars again eventually, but eh. Legion, I hope Finn gets a chance too, but Finn needs some revisionist stuff. He should have been a Jedi. They yeah, he should have been. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be. It would be cool if you saw Finn in there and Finn like he's in I, the temple and studying to be a Jedi or whatever. Yeah, they've said there's a chance you'll see Finn and or Poe in there, which is great because the three of them like I like uh, the Force Awakens, or not the Force Awakens, the second one, the Last Jedi. Is that the last? Yeah, I like Last Jedi, but. I hate that it took away the chance of more Poe, Finn, and fucking uh, Ray together. Because in the third movie, the bit we got of that was great. Yeah, and I wanted more. But, I mean, and, and do we? Did they say how many they're going to do with her? They said one. Just one. Okay. I mean, because this could set up, you know, everything else. But they also said Dave Filoni is going to get a Star Wars movie, which is great. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job with this. Even if I don't necessarily like everything he did with. Clone Wars, uh, most of it was because they were shooting for a lower audience initially. Yeah. And it was hard to recover from that. Um, I also love that, like, you see a lot of things have come out, Star Wars related, like, um, behind the scenes stuff of Revenge of the Sith, where you see that Hayden Christian actually fucking learned how to do all of his fucking lightsaber moves himself. It was him and a stuntman. And if you put money on it, I would have bet that Christopher Lee was doing his part more than that, but I guess he was super old at that point. But it wouldn't have surprised me because he was a dude like that. But I love seeing that. I love Hayden Christians getting some love from Star Wars Celebration fans and people not just shitting on him. It's great. Yeah. He, he deserves to not get shit on just like I'm at best, like we said from that episode. They deserve to not be shit upon from what was not say their fault. Correct. But now yeah, all the Star Wars stuff super cool. I, I'm here for it. You know, they're going to put a lot of stuff out. Remember, not everything is necessarily going to be for you. Correct, and that's okay. I mean, I for everyone. I I mean, I'm looking forward to any more Star Wars stuff. I will look forward to it. I'm yeah. ready for it. Uh, I want to see it. Want to you know see it done. I want to see it done. Want to have fun. I want to you know. I'll never relive seeing a lightsaber light up the first time. You know, as a kid, I'll never get that feeling back. But shit, give me what you got. Yeah. Um, hopefully it opens up for more movies. You know, uh, another yeah. trilogy that, you know, is a far future. I don't know. Um, another, I mean, heck, Thrawn, you know, could make another appearance. I don't know. I doubt it. But, I mean, that looks like, you know, the Soka series is definitely going to be, Thrawn's going to be a major thing in that. Yeah. It's hard for Thrawn. So the big thing about Thrawn is that he's such a threat, he has to be taken care of quickly because, theoretically speaking, the way they've do, 
to not undercut his character, he has to be killed quickly or dealt with quickly, or he should be a giant fucking problem for the good guys. Completely. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Well, I have to wait and see. Um, yeah, I have to see that. Good, cool see everything I have. They do another season of Tales of the Jedi. It's something he's finished season one. I like what I saw, but, you know, time is time. Uh, I think they said Andor is not going to be till June of next year. Then the last, the next season of it. Five hundred uh, facts I don't care about. Yeah, but I mean that one was going to be. Uh, I think that was being pushed. I don't know if it was pushed or that was the original one, but it was going to be um, June of next year. I think is what it is, which is okay. No, no problem. That's cool. Yeah. Give it some Having time, more time more that's fine. I mean, especially if you're doing something at a period in time, I would rather than take their time. And write it correctly to not screw up things. Uh, well, I'm on record having saying I think the the teaser thing at the end of Andor was a giant turd. <laughs> I'm angry about it still when I think about it. And very shitty and lazy writing on their part. Uh, you know, we expect that from other things, but still. I'd allow them to take their time and do things right and go like, yeah, this isn't going to work out right. Let's do different stuff. Um, also in there, you just watched the trailer for the most recent trailer for Indiana Jones and Dial Destiny, which I'm looking forward to. Yep. Um, the, supposedly the last Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, they, they even said that's the last Indiana Jones adventure. Curious yep. Ford's getting really fucking old. Yeah. Maybe they can have Short Round take his spot. Oh my God, I would love to see Short Round again in there, but I don't think they will. They... <laughs> they I don't know why they left this character out. I mean, but technically speaking, Indiana Jones, chronology-wise, uh, Temple of Doom takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. So they split before that. Just saying. Um, I would listen to see more movies in the vein of Indiana Jones, more than necessarily more Indiana Jones. But I've said that multiple times. Um, they've announced they're looking at a new G.I. Joe movie series with um, Michael Keaton in it at some point. He's pretty busy. Uh, either as Cobra Commander or Destro or as fucking uh, uh, General Joe Colton, the original G.I. Joe. Fucking, I'm in for it. It's a G.I. Joe movie. I was in for it anyways. I did watch Snake Eyes, which wasn't a very good G.I. Joe movie. The worst G.I. Joe movie, actually. <laughs> Count the animated. But yeah, so there's lots of cool geek stuff to come out. I mean, it's a good time to be a geek. So much stuff coming out. It's going to be a good summer. Transformers coming out this summer. I'll try and watch as many of the new movies as I can. Uh, funny enough, the Marvel movies are going to be the hardest ones to watch. Because I just... Um, and actually, so there was an, a Twitter and blog article about... And it was... Um, Peter Gunn saying, Peter Gunn? What's his name? James Gunn. James Peter Gunn. Gunn's the theme. Um, him, James Gunn saying that superhero fatigue is a thing, but it's not really the superheroes. It's related to the cookie-cutter nature in which a lot of these superhero movies are brought to us. And I went, well, yeah. Yeah, technically it is. You know, how many... CGI fight fest can we have at the end of a movie? What's well, that we want? We may like it, but at a certain point it gets tired and old. Even, you know, even having steak every day eventually gets fucking old. 
Uh, you know, I want them to do more interesting stuff. Hopefully they will. We will see. Oh, what was it? Also, uh, Blue Beetle trailer dropped. Blue Beetle looks interesting. Looks fun. Oh. Uh, they're doing... Uh, there's like very... I think there's like five or six different Blue Beetles storylines. Right, there's three is. different Blue Beetles. Is it? Uh, I just knew there was a... I knew it was more than one. There's the classic Blue Beetle that they got when they bought another comics, the same one they got Captain Marvel from. Shazam. Then there's Ted Cord Blue Beetle, which is Justice League from the the late eighties, early nineties, which I love. But he was just sort of a gadget guy who, you know, was fucking Batman without the angsty past. <laughs> and then there's one you have there. And I, I'm cool to see this go on. You know, I hope they make it part of the new DC universe since uh, they are rebooting at some point. They've already said this... that Blue Beetle is part of the new DCU. Cool. Because there's one of their Aquamans coming after Flash as well. But I don't think that's going to be part of the new DC universe. So that's going to mm. be weird. Yeah, I think they're just going to have that just like, all right, the story's finished, moved on. But and I do see... They can. They're, I know they're going to pick and choose. You know, yeah. They're going to keep some things there. They might bring some characters back. Uh, we know that James Gunn is going to direct Superman, which I'm fucking worried about because I don't think he's shown the aptitude. But he could surprise me. Yep. I do know that I like that they chose this version of the Blue Beetle because it fits more of the audience and is much more in tune. Yeah, it, it's it's a better call for what they're doing. The other Blue, yeah. Blue Beetle would be good in a group, harder to do solo because, I mean, how many Batmans can we have? Yeah. <laughs> I would rather see him with Booster Gold in the Booster Gold, I think, TV series that's coming out. And get his play there because they they worked better together. They were sort of the comedic foils for the group, which you know was a bit problematic. Booster Gold was generally a serious-ish superhero to start, but that's sort of where he ended up. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it. Look, I was gonna say it, everything that I saw. It looked like it's just going to be a good, fun series, and yeah. it's going to have good one-liners and good, you know. Choke points. I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope it does really good because we need good have... DC movies. I mean, we were talking about how wonderfully Shazam: Fury of the Gods was going in the theater. Ooh. By the way, you can stream that now if you'd like. That's how good it's doing in the theater. Yeah, it's like really quickly on streaming platforms right now. They're trying to get as much money as they can from it in twenty-three days. So it's not the reviews are hit or miss. Um, I haven't seen the first one. I have no real desire to see the second one right now. I saw the first one. The first one wasn't bad. It was fun. Yeah, but, but it wasn't really my my scene. You're yeah. much more into YA stuff than I am, which is weird, but sure. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. I'll tell you that. It, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. But I definitely, I'm kind of worried about two. I mean, I'll watch it when I can, but, you know, just got to wait. So there's sort of a roundup of all the things coming out. It's a lot. A lot of stuff coming out. Because we got the uh, summer of movies coming up pretty soon. So Yep, summer movies coming up. Um, I like that they're they're being a little more smart with movies. Certain movies like D&D would not have fared well as a summer release. It's much better as a spring release. You know, because sort of unknown property. You don't know where people are going to go with that. Again, how many Space Marines will Shazam 2 have? Uh, that's going to be on Gonzo to watch. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I will definitely I, watch it when I can because I, I do want to see it because uh, I enjoyed the first one so I do want to see uh, how, it, how it does but I do not know 
Yeah, for spoilers, guys, my movie is I someone loaned me, same person loaned me, a Maltes Falcon loaned me uh, Inception, which I have not seen. So I want to watch that, something else. And then after that, uh, I think I want to watch the Rocky series since all but Creed 3 is streaming, I think, on Amazon Prime. I want to watch the whole thing and see uh, how that goes together like that. So. I don't know. we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, guys, we will be doing a Judgment Eternal Champions review uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, talking about the game, giving mechanics of it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, John's got his own copy. I've got a copy. I've uh, been playing it, so we're all, you know, we've all got it. Um, John wants to go through the rules and uh, check it out and play a few games uh, and see how it is. And then um, we'll go from there. But you will see a review from us. I... I will tell you right now, I am enjoying it. Uh, I think they've done very good. They've already done some updating to the rules since it's already come out. They're like, oh, we're renaming this, uh, you know, uh, instead of invisibility, we're renaming it stealth, you know, or, hey, this model is actually, you know, more powerful than we thought it was after we've had more, you know, more people get their hands on it and find the stuff. So we're, we're tweaking. So they just did a tweak um and stuff and it'll be in their app and other things area kind of got a little bit of nerf but there's just you know that's just how things go i mean it's a mm -hmm. miniature game you can't be perfect your first go around on a miniature game if you do find me that formula because i got a ton of ideas for you <laughs> uh cookie i think guns is watching Ricard. Ricard is on my list but i need to get through some other stuff first i might move it up a bit but right now it's that and rebels competing um, yes, I did watch Picard. Um, we are caught up with it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I, it's a lot of fun. Uh, good series. Much, much better than season two. Um, and enjoying everything I can to get out of it. Because I know this is, we only got like, what, two episodes left. And then we're done. Yeah. And then no more Picard and no more going back to the next generation people. They said this is like their final farewell. Well, yeah, but there's all this is also a chance of them making another Star Trek spin-off series if Probably. this goes well. Yeah. So. But definitely no Picard. They said this is the end for his character. Yeah, which it should be. He's yeah. Patrick Stewart's getting old. Yeah. But it was, it was good. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the more Star Trek stuff coming out. Um, Lower Decks, which I always think is just a good, fun, stupid Star Trek show, has already been renewed for another season before this season has come out. I and... not have ability to watch the whole episode yet. <laughs> it's it's me, not the series. Sometimes yeah. I'm not in the mood for the humor it's bringing. Yeah. Um, and then, um, of course, Strange New Worlds is already renewed for another season. Yeah, Strange New season... Worlds. Fucking A, waiting for it. Can't wait for it. Can't wait for that. I'm definitely ready for that when it comes out. I'll be watching that. And then Final Season Discovery, I want to catch up on that. But I need to. I have a lot of series I have in progress I need to catch up with. I need to stop watching YouTube videos so much and watch some TV. So if if you're got free time and you're doing not doing anything, make sure you send John a message. Get off of YouTube, go watch TV. Just find him on Twitter, find her on Facebook. <laughs> wow, true but hurtful. <laughs> like no lies detective, but slightly hurtful. Because <laughs> I still have Warrior to finish. I haven't watched last oh. season of The Expanse. I might. I started watching one of the episodes, but it hit me all the wrong ways. I'm like, I need to stop this. It's bothering me. Because it's good to know. Yeah, I mean, 
as a wise man once said, a man's got to know his limitations. Yep. Sometimes you got to be in the mood for stuff. Sometimes you just cannot yep. handle it. Yep. Anyways. Hey, Banyan, I love you too. You just need to catch up on stuff together. No, no. He watches way more TV than I do. Oh, I know he does. Way more. Did you make but him I... jealous with the, the, the model you got? No. Oh, he thought it was cool, but he didn't make it jealous. He's got yeah. he's got so many fucking gun plus for him to put together. <laughs> so, all right, guys, that is our show for the night. We really appreciate you coming out. We really appreciate you hanging out with us and doing anything. Uh, if you do have any questions for us, or if you want us to cover a topic, make sure you reach out to us. Uh, if you know us personally, more than welcome to send us a message. If not, right. you can find us on, on Twitter at john o spencer yeah <laughs> or on facebook or whatever else uh, you can find us we have no problem answering yep. uh just send us a message we will handle stuff if you want us to review something let me know and we can see if I, we can get review copies for it i have a space open next week for a second movie i'm trying to do two movies a week so inception and then something else so <laughs> feel free to throw something my way okay. guys we're going to send you off to sir arminius oh he said it right god <laughs> only took a million weeks we're going to send you off to him. He's playing some MechWarrior online. You can go there and see some Pew Pew and some blow up stuff. Um, make sure you check back with us. Watch our YouTube or, you know, watch YouTube, watch uh, Facebook, whatever. Um, there will be some new painting from me coming pretty soon. And Eventually I will start painting again too, but yeah. today is not that day. So you'll see me painting up. I think I'm going to try to do some Thursday stuff, but you got to wait to find out. Um, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Good night. Good night. Make sure to hit that raid button. Oh, it's a mature channel. Here we go. And raid.